0: Him to come and minister to our hearts this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we'll come before you, Lord, as we, with that song on our lips this morning minister to our hearts, Lord. You washed our sins away because you had an intention and purpose for us. May it be accomplished, Lord, this morning as your word is going forth. You give us utterance give the people reception, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit convict sinners of sin. And may, may, at the end of the meeting, Lord, may we rejoice in our hearts with the knowledge that God is with us. He has spoken to us. He has revived us. Grant it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give him a clap of praise if you can. Amen. I want to invite everyone now to the scripture. And then after that, we shall have our seats. We are reading out of Psalms 1. Um, I realize that we've never taken, we've never officially welcomed the family of our uh, brother Peter. They have been here, and then they went to Kampala uh, to uh, Iganga, then they came back, then they went back and for the past two or three Sundays I've been forgetting to mention uh, brother Peter can you come up here with your family okay while they are coming I want to also is brother Patrick here already Oh, God bless you, Brother Patrick. Patrick. Uh, yeah, some, a brother directed him here. So you are welcome. Sister Dina, is she here yet? Okay. Maybe she got lost in the way. Oh, you are the one. God bless you, Sister Dina. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. But you are welcome. You are welcome. God bless you, Sister Dina. My Amen. I I said, had sister yeah. K as well. God bless you.: Amen: sister name uh, Brother Justice, Where is brother Justice?:: yeah. God bless you. You're Kamakumsa. all welcome. God bless you.:: So this is the family of Brother Peter. Family, the Uruganda camera Peter. is not seeing you, Brother Peter. You are hiding. Come this side. So I, I know we have also uh, our online congregation that sometimes things go on and they don't understand what we are talking about. So Uruganda. This Uruganda. is Brother Peter's family. They have both been my children. We were with Agnes in Ethiopia for a while. Not a while, actually, a few years. Then she moved back down to Uganda. And uh, Brother Peter is, uh, he, he, he is my biological brother. But uh, most of the time I spent with him, I was his father and he was my son. <laughs> so, and, and so Agnes is, uh, I think... Uh, a cousin to my wife as well. But God gave them to us as our children. And we raised them. And then eventually, our children became our children when they got married. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a blessing to get married. And and so God has given them two beautiful children. And we're happy to have them back again in the church. They they, told me now they are settling. Now they are settling. is that is that right, Brother Peter? Sister Peter. Agnes, you are settling. So God bless you. You are welcome. <laughs> Please receive them. Amen. Amen. So we are we are going to uh, Psalms one. We are reading only three verses and then we shall be seated. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper na ye Nango Muti ngumu ti Zamazi bwo kumpininsulee zamazzi ogubale mmere yago muntu zayo era amalagalaga ago tega otoka na whatsoever he doeth chonetcha akola shall do what achiwebwako shall prosper May God bless you. Please be seated. God bless you. You can take your seats. We are thankful to God, to this young man, Brother Dixon. Uh, Dixon. He travels every weekend from Ginger, Here he is currently uh, continuing with his uh, studies. To be able to be with us here in the the services. Amen. Amen. Also, Sister Feva sent her greetings. She's in... She went back home for holidays. So I pray that God will give her uh, grace and utterance as she uh, is now probably going to be able to share her newfound faith with her family. Her father is a pastor. And uh, she has just received the message. And we baptized her just uh, I think two Sundays ago. And, and she's very excited with this message. So let us pray that she will be a light in our family. Amen. So this morning I'm having a thought. Which says I counsel thee. I counsel thee. I cancel thee. I don't know whether that is the perfect interpretation if it is not. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I counsel thee. Okay. I, re- I realize here in Psalms it says Okay. Let me go a little bit ahead of myself and read with you just that portion of Revelation three. Can and the commas so make it on the choke We see what it says. Tulave O could be Kuriasatuagamba. Revelation three um read verses uh eighteen. <inaudible> mm-hmm. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. So the Muganda says, In O Muganda, but it's the same thing, really. So that, that's what I'm speaking on this morning. It's a, it's a deeper thought, it has a lot in it. Uh, but I uh, always endeavor to maybe preach for one hour. Our prophet had advised us, preachers, to preach for at least 40 minutes. Is it, did it say forty-five? 45 That's now. so uh, because after forty minutes, forty-five minutes, some concentration people's concentration goes down. But when the spirit comes down, sometimes we lose time. And uh, we can even preach for two hours. We, we don't even realize the preacher preached for two hours. That, uh, usually I endeavor not to go beyond one and a half. I, my target is always one hour. But that is my plan. But we want the plan of God this morning. Ask your neighbor, are you ready for the word this morning? The word (inaudible) council means uh, to give advice to someone. (inaudible) Or give professional help and advice to someone to resolve some personal or psychological problems. You know, it can also mean to recommend a course of action. Now, in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, where we have read, it speaks of the ungodly and he talks about the counsel of the ungodly and um, the bible says the man that does not work in the counsel of the ungodly is blessed is blessed he even said, "The man that does not stand in the way of sinners, he doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. He is blessed." But he said, "But his law is the light. Is the light? Ye, is in the law of the Lord. And in, in the law of the Lord, he meditates both." Eramut- and night. And he said. Now, this is a prophecy or a promise to such a man. And while I, I read this, ask yourself whether you are such a man. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth his fruit in his season. Now, I wanted to realize here... This is not the season of the man. It is the season of God. It is the season of he that plants. Whoever is planted in God, God has a purpose for you to bring forth much fruit, to increase, to prosper. But not in your season the problem is many of us don't wait for God's season we want our season for things to happen when we want them to happen and when it doesn't happen when we want we begin grumbling we begin complaining we begin murmuring and God does not like that. God loves those that are planted in Him and wait for the season of God. You remember when God found that tree? It was not the season for it to bear fruit. You understand? But when Jesus came, He wanted the fruit. It was. His season, yeah. but not the season of the tree. So, what did he do when he didn't find fruit? He cast it there and there. He said from today, you will no one will ever eat of you. How can I want fruit. And and I don't find it. But if we are planted in Christ, amen, we must bear fruit in his season. But the problem is we 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 overmama over over delay. the lay. season of God. You know, it, it, let me listen, listen now. The things um, I'm speaking about here is really day to day about our lives. Each of you, God has a purpose for you. God has planned something for you. He knows. He knew when you would be born. He knew when you would die. He knew who you will meet in life. He knew knew everything. He even knew you would be here today. And he even had a purpose why you would be here today. And in his word, he continues to say. Whatsoever your hand finds to do. Do with all your heart. But the problem is many people when they are doing something they do it half hazardly they, they don't do it with all their heart. they do it wish washing God knew you would be seated here oritura, so what are you doing right now you, you are hearing wana. the word let your heart be here Hear the word. Wano. I am Chikamo. preaching let me preach with all my heart mm-hmm. my, my Baba, you are interpreting. let all your heart be here let Let all your problems be outside. We are now here. To be able to receive the full blessing of this meeting, you must recognize that God has designed for you to be here. It's His season for you to be here. Wherever He leads you, it's His season for you to be there. Concentrate in that place. Be there in that place and his season will come for you to bear fruit and then he will come and he will be glad with you but many people don't get fruit because they don't wait for God's season and many frustrate God's season and the Bible says whatsoever such a man will do will prosper not some of the things he does whatsoever he does tell your neighbor whatsoever you do now let me ask you a question let us be sincere now for just a moment do all the things you do prosper? Be sincere with yourself. If it doesn't prosper. Which counsel are you receiving? The Bible says blessed is the man. That works not in the counsel of the God. So it will suffice to say. The things we do sometimes don't prosper. Because we are not walking according to the counsel of God, we are walking according to the counsel of the ungodly. I was reading many scriptures about this ungodly. And before we continue in into the sermon, I want like, I want to read them. For you, if you, maybe the brother can project them out of Psalms. We will just do it quickly and go through them. Psalms <inaudible> 10, 2. <inaudible> the, it, it's, it's all in the Psalms. You could open it. The wicked in his pride does persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire and blesses the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God and is not in all, and God is not in all his thoughts. Psalms ten two. 2. Zaburi kumi ago biri. 4. Mumalala agomubi omuavu aiganyizi wanyo. Baku atibwe munkweze batesa. Wango mubi ienyu miriza orokuwe gomba no mukodo, ye gana, Era nyoma Mukama. O mubi mumalala agama soge ayogeranti antivun tarivunana. Ebiro wozobie bionna katonda. He says he will not seek after God. Agamatekia kunonya katonda. You know God is not in all his thoughts. Katonda I want you to remember. The things you have been doing this week, the plans you have been having. Is is God in your thoughts? You know, in Romans it says, Because they did not retain God in their mind, God gave them to vile affection, God gave them to a reprobate mind to do those things which are unseemly people do wrong things because they don't retain God in their because mind because they don't seek after God in what they but do but they seek or they boast according to their heart's desire you may desire something so much but the question I have for you today is it the counsel of God for you or is it just a desire of your heart here are the wicked Psalms 36 verse 1 the transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes for he flattereth himself in his own eyes until his iniquity be found to be hateful the words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit the words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit he has left off to be wise and to, and to do good. Now this is from verse 1 to 3. Zaburi asatumomaka Echono Ekyonono kyomubi cho mu mitima gwange enti tewali kutya katonda mu gange kubanga yenyimiriza mu ge ye ngo butabiri butukirivubwe tewuliba tewulibalika nebuchaiwa ebigambo ebyaka mwake Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says, There is no fear of God before his eyes. Do you know many Christians fear the church or the people inside of God. How will they see? how many times have you said that oh, will God see me but many times people don't have this wicked they don't have the fear of God for he flatters himself in his own eyes oh no I'm good I'm rich I'm because fine I'm happy. there's nothing I need even when the pastor or preacher preaches something you just say you look at someone that is yours. That is yours. The preacher preaches and then you look at someone and smile. Because you feel you don't need it. You flatter yourself in your own eyes. You think you are fine. That is the attitude of the wicked. The Bible continues to say The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. Psalms 5.9 Let us first look at this. Psalms 5.9 To 10. Listen. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat. Is an open sepulchre. <laughs> hey O They flutter with their tongue destroy thou them, O God O Let them fall by their own counsels Cast them out into the multitude of their. Transgression. For they have when rebelled against thee. When they speak the words the of their mouth, it is so sweet. But the Bible says their throat is at home. May God help us not to walk according to the counsel of the wicked. No one will ever advise you. To stop following the word when he is not using sweet words. No one will give you a counsel that is against the word when his counsel doesn't sound sweet. But the Bible says his throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. But here is their end. He says, Lord, may you destroy them. Let Let them fall by their own counsels. Psalms 26 verse 4. I have not sat with vain persons. Neither will I go in with with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. Zaburiabin abiri mukau kuni yoro kuna. Sato So siingirenga wa Nabakusa kusa. Echibina chiamo abakorobubi in Chichiawa. So si turenga wa Amen. Can we all say Amen? Not the, the the wicked ababi. David has pronounced it on himself and he said, I have hated the congregation of evildoers and I will not sit with the wicked Can we all say it I will not sit with the wicked I will not sit with the wicked they are counsels they come from a tomb they come from the devil what is their counsels their counsels is anything that is against the word let me tell you we are not ashamed of this word I am not ashamed of The message of the hour. I am not ashamed of the anti-message. I am not ashamed. Amen of Jesus Christ. Yes, and I believe that Jesus rose again from the grave. Sister, I am not ashamed. Of you, Nyabo. the way you look. Many people they come and they want to make us feel guilty. Saying, oh, you've made sisters, you made women not attractive. And they want to make us feel as if we are preaching a wrong teaching. If the word makes them not attractive, that's the word I am I'm desiring. Why it is the counsel of God you younger men whatever the word tells you to do I don't care whether it sounds non-practical I don't care whether it sounds non-realistic as long as it is the word of God it is is the the counsel of God Accept it, live and it. watch that word of God come in your life. I'm bringing forth fruit in the season of God. Hallelujah! The word of God is not popular. Did you know that? What God says is not popular. It's not politically correct. But the word of God is always true. The Bible says let heaven and earth pass away. It shall pass away. But the word of God shall never pass away. The word of God is permanent. The word of God is permanent. And I don't care who it is. It is it might be your friend it might be your brother it might be your associate it might be whoever it is even sometimes your parents if they tell you to do anything that is against the war that is the counsel of the ungodly and the, but the Bible says, Blessed is the man that works not in the counsel of the ungodly. I shall not work in the counsel of the ungodly. When I spoke to my mother one time, and I told her I wanted to be baptized, she said, if you do it, I will, I will disown you. I had to choose the word of God over my mother's word. But the word of God always bears fruit in the season of God. And in the season of God because I took the counsel of God my mother believed this same message In the season of God let me tell you the word of God can never disappoint. The word of God is always faithful it is only about waiting for the right season God never disappoints when you you believe and take his counsel you have invested your investment you put your faith In a place that you are sure, it must bring forth fruit in the season of God. If God says, "Believe me, and "and you shall prosper," then believe Him, and you you shall prosper. If He says, "Walk in My ways, and I will bless you," then walk in His ways, and He will bless you. He never fails. He never disappoints. He never disappoints. He cannot disappoint. Every appointment he makes, he fulfills it. And he is never late. I said he's never late. He's always on time. He always comes and shows up. At a time no one expected At a time when even you yourself You doubted whether it will happen or not But if you take the counsel of God And you receive it and take it And apply it upon your life That counsel never disappoints for his word has said blessed is the man if you take the counsel of God which is the word of God can I pronounce it upon you you are blessed I don't need a man Or a prophet To tell me I am blessed No As long as I follow the counsel of God I know I am blessed I know I am walking in power I am walking in victory It may not have manifested yet But the season of God is coming The season of God is coming And one of these days I'm going to see it manifest Before my eyes, and everybody will know I am blessed. And the Bible says, Whatsoever you do, if you take the counsel of God, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Hey! If you do a business, it will prosper. If you take a wife, your marriage shall prosper. If you, you build a house, God shall give you the money to finish it. If you, if you go for education, God will give you the money to finish it. God will give you the knowledge to pass. You cannot fail. You cannot fail. But when you see your things are failing, everything is failing. Check the That you are receiving But if you are receiving the counsel of God Whatever whatever you do Has to prosper That's what God said in his word And God cannot lie Hallelujah Praise the Lord. The problem is we are not patient enough to to wait for the season of God. The ungodly have their own counsel. They receive their counsels in the bars. When they are drinking alcohol. Maybe when they are eating their pork and alcohol. Or they are drinking marwa. Then they begin receiving counsel. And they, they then they begin walking in that kind of counsel. So you can't find a man. Of God. A woman of God. In such circles. That's the seat of this conflict. The ungodly they walk in mischief. You you see you find them having their castles in the brothels. Do you know what a brothel is? Yes. You know you find them in shrines. Shrines. Let me talk about brothel a little bit. I don't know. It sounds lodge. lodge Not Visuro. A brothel is a house of prostitutes. Yes. Mm. And you find a brother who has a business no who, paid, who pays his tithe very well. Ngasa. By the way, if you don't pay your tithe, you are not working according to the counsel of God. What you do will not prosper. That's the truth of God is one. But, but even if you pay your tithe and, and you are working kumi, everywhere, but you go in a brothel. You are now at the seat of the scornful. You are going to begin receiving the counsel of the ungodly. You, you cannot go to a brothel. And, and you come, come out, out with the blessing of God. No. When you go in there, you are going to. Re, to you, the devil is going to squeeze you. And take all the blessings. And take all the, blessing, and take and all all the favor. And take all those things. things and then even the season of God will come <inaudible> and when okay. he finds you, <inaudible> he will not find you worthy <inaudible> of <inaudible> <a saving inaudible> fruit. Why? Why? Because <inaudible> you have frustrated the plan of God for your life. <inaudible> the time <inaudible> you spent with that prostitute <inaudible> some people come out <inaudible> and they say, someone advised me I should do this and that. And whoever advised them was a prostitute. God have mercy. What you are doing cannot prosper. Shrines. Ah, You find them going to shrines. I hope believers don't do that. The amens is little. Don't scare me, church. Let me hope believers don't go to Christ. You drain. find a believer You're shaking a calabash. I hope that never gets to happen. You, 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 you find those people. We are very busy with the pipes. Smoking the pipe. That's for are, That. That's 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 Kati, kati <laughs> Now listen. Amen. Bagamba They say that uh, witchcraft joins people together. Taba, taba, mani but, but as they are puffing the, the pipes okay. <laughs> that is what they <laughs> say that is why they puff those two pipes and then they go, go over. over so wherever the smoke goes <laughs> they, <write to> <laughs> they give them wisdom <laughs> and they advise them that you see as you pass. now it is this, this destroying your enemies holding them making them uh, fall uh, uh, the council. of the ungodly but believers don't sit in the cancer of the ungodly that's why we don't commit witchcraft amen we don't need shrines our for our blessing. blessing our blessing is right here hallelujah amen Our blessing is not in the religious denomination. In the religious denomination you will find the cancer of the ungodly. The Bible calls them hypocrites who teach people to do things and they themselves never do it. Oh my God. The occultes you know some. You know you say if you join this old crowd. We are going to give you supernatural powers. You will be rich in one day. And they will tell them sacrifice a child. Do this, do that, do this, do that. And then people will do that. Some others, they sit in the council of the rumor mongers. You know, let me tell you, rumors or rumor mongers, rumor mongering, is a very bad spirit. Some people are very good at it. And these days, it used to be only women. But these days, you find younger men. It is a shame Chanson. if you were a man or a boy and you are doing rummaging. So? Ah, hey. Even this one, even that one. That's, that's a bad spirit. Uh, now no one is pointing to another one. If you know you are you've been rumor mongering, I'm, I'm counseling you today. So today we are in a pastor's office. I'm giving you counsel now. Amen. Mina. Now listen. The Bible speaks about counsel. In many scriptures in the Bible, especially in Proverbs. I'll read for you about three of them. In Proverbs, uh, in Proverbs 11, 13, he it says that Telbeyara revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Nayoyo you are no more your Mesigua, Achisech tell revealed secrets. O atambula Tamburatamburanga, your Yoma, Abikurebiama. Jesus asked the, de- uh, the devil. God asked the devil Where are you coming from? He said I've been coming to and fro around the world. What was he doing? He was just moving around. He did not have a purpose. His only purpose was to destroy people's lives. If you find yourself moving from home to home Moving from place to place and you, you have no singular purpose. You see, you are you have no you are not receiving the right counsel. You see, but here he continues to say, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Hmm. Proverbs 15 22 Without counsel purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors. They are established. You cannot do what you do. Without counsel but there is two different counsels. There is the counsel of the ungodly and there is the counsel that comes from God. And the Bible says without counsel, Bible says that disappointed you may have purpose in your life, but without counsel, you can never be able to achieve it. You will be disappointed but in the multitude of Counselors. Your purposes shall be established. Brother seek counsel. But what kind of counsel? Proverbs 24 six. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. Wise counsel. Hallelujah. <laughs> don't go for foolish counsel. Tell someone don't go for foolish counsel. Come on, tell your neighbor, don't go for foolish counsel. Go for wise counsel. We know where we find our wise counsel. Our wise counsel is not in the shrine. <inaudible> Our wise council is not in the orca. <inaudible> it's not in the religious denomination. <inaudible> Amen. I mean, uh, it's not even uh, out there among people who don't know our God, our wise counsel comes from the word of God God has given us counsel even in these last days by sending us a prophet messenger giving us a true message that is where our counsel comes from that is wise counsel hallelujah Amen. That is wise counsel. And he says, By wise counsel, you will make thy woe. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. That's why I'm telling you it is very wise for you to find counsel. I told you today I'm speaking to you as a pastor. It is prudent for you to find counsel in important matters. In every important matter in your life. In marriage matters. Financial matters. In jobs. If you're seeking a job, you know. If you're you know in, in going to school, education. Life as a whole. It's a very important matter. You need to find wise counsel. You need to get that counsel from the right office. Right office. The problem that we have had now. And it's in many churches. That people find counsel in the wrong office. Did, 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 wait. did you know that. An office has an anointing upon it. When they wanted to kill Jesus, the high priest at that time told them, Don't do it. Because you may fight you may be found to fight against God. Where did he find these words from? It was wise counsel he gave He himself was a rascal but he, he, he was able to give them wise counsel because of the anointing of the office upon him. Go to the right office when you are seeking counsel in important matters in your life. And in every church. In every local church. God has placed a pastor. Or the office of a pastor. And I'll read you a course that I've blessed my life. In, from the message respects. He says, if you can't respect the man, some people be like, oh, no, I cannot go to that pastor and abad abad my I would rather go to brother so-and-so. To, but I will not go to that man. I even fear him. I, I, I even He even did this. Therefore, I don't respect him enough. But he says here, If you can't respect the man. Respect the office he holds in God. That is exactly right. Respect him. If a minister comes up your pastor, always respect him. I have heard congregations talk about their pastor. How just talk about him? Run him down. Ridicule him. How how is that pastor ever going to do anything for you? You can't do it. You don't... He says I don't save this church but I mean churches of sin. You've got to love your pastor. You've got to know that he's a human being. But yet God has made him his pastor. The Holy Ghost has made him overseer. Then you've got to respect him in that manner. And no matter what the pastor has done. If you respect him in your heart As God God is servant God will respect you for doing it When I read this quote many years ago I had Uh, A very huge respect for my pastor. And many things would happen. But I would stick with this. And I would come up with this idea. That if I have a problem. I am going to pray. And ask God. To put words in his mouth. To put words in his mind. And I will go to him to seek for counsel. On my situation and I believe whatever he will say will be of God. And I will tell you what, many people when they are going to get into marriages, they don't take their pastor's counsels. And did you know that, especially around that time, when you are going to get married, your pastor will tell you things. If you don't listen to it, many After you will see those things happening, and then you wonder, Oh, God, the man cursed me. No, he did curse you, you only did not follow his counsel Praise the name of the Lord. Let's echo, brother. Please sort it. Notice here in many churches that is why it is important in a church for every yes yes we are like I always say here we are we are a fellowship a part of the big church the, the church nene. of Jesus Christ is worldwide e yes, but we na. here we are a part of that church na yes, wano, tuli we are kuh a kuh fellowship kanisa. of that church I cannot say we are the church no, no we are a fellowship of that church we e are part kanisa. of the body of Christ but I Christ. believe every member of the body should to have be. a fellowship, which they you know. call their own, a, a place
1: Sabina. where you
0: pay your tithe, a, a place where Kumi. you support the cause. A oh a place where you say well this is my pastor if I need cancer this is where I can go if I want to pay my tax this is where I will pay and that's how it has to be and when you have that attitude you come to that pastor before I I say that if you go if you, you, you have your pastor and you don't respect him. You don't have confidence in him. No matter what he preaches, you will never be helped. Your spiritual life will keep, down, keep going going will keep going down. And the advice I would give you is to find a pastor who will help you to settle and, and grow in your spirit. Otherwise, you will not be helped. That's what the prophet advises us. Now, when you come to your pastor, having confidence in him, knowing, knowing that he's a man of God, knowing that God, God uses him, knowing knowing in Christ the mystery of God revealed, our prophet says, and stay with your pastor. He's the shepherd, and you give him respect. This one struck my heart. He says, he will lead you through Because he is ordained of God to do so. Can you imagine that God takes this man because He says He gave gifts to men. He gave some pastors, some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some evangelists. For what? For the perfecting of the church. But every one of these ministries or ministry gifts, they have their own way of operation. And a pastor's office is a special office (laughs) whereby it it it, it bears the burden of the whole congregation (laughs) where this one is uh, is, uh, going through something (laughs) he's (laughs) running to the pastor (laughs) where the other one is wanting counsel over marriage over over this over (laughs) that (laughs) he's running to the pastor (laughs) for (laughs) counsel (laughs) so the pastor needs special grace (laughs) not to To do things hastily. Or in his own ideas. Or in his own knowledge. knowledge, But he he has to have that anointing on him. To understand. That this person is burdened. And and he must find a mind of God. For what this person is going through. and And then give this person counsel. Now. I used to believe this. And I would always pray. pray, Say God I'm going to my pastor. He's a man of known. But I don't that he can be able to handle this matter the way I see things but God may you inspire him may you anoint him and would go to him whatever he would say I will take it as that same the Lord and when I would go for counsel I don't go with a preconceived mind I go with a mind that I'm hearing to hear God. Whatever he would say, I would do it. And has made me who I am to Praise the name of the Lord. My mother, uh, God has given me the opportunity to pastor my mother. Listen, hear me now. Please. God has given me an to pastor my mother. So when she comes to me, I have to know how is she coming. It's a very difficult position to be in. I have to know <laughs> she's, she's now coming as my mother. And then I will speak to her as a child. But I also have to know oh, she's now coming as a sheep, needing counsel. Then I'm not going to speak to her as a son. Do you get the point? God has given me the opportunity. Of fostering my wife. Many times. I've had to give her counsel. And she now knows. After 10 years of marriage. I don't have to tell her now I'm speaking to you as your pastor. I just tell her she knows when he speaks like that that is from the other office but when she speaks like this that's my husband and and she can debate it if she wants but if it's the counsel of God from the office of a pastor then she has to listen to that and that's why the Bible says even a pastor he doesn't have to be anyone He says in the book of 1st Timothy, chapter chapter, 3, that he must have his family under subjection if he doesn't if he fails with his father, he says how can he rule over the house of God that's why he says he must be a husband of one wife having all his children under subjection so you see, church, God streamlines everything in order to give his children counsel. In the in the Old Testament, God was giving counsel to Israel, not through the kings, but through the prophets and here came a time and and, and, and only to bear with me and listen to this now there one time came a time after David had died and Solomon his son took over as king and Solomon did a big mistake and Solomon married many wives Um, together with all the constituents there were about a thousand of them but here was the problem he married these women from the Hittites Canaanites Edomites and all those other tribes that God told the believers not to marry from but Solomon married there and when he married there when he became old, these women overpowered him. And they began to teach him the ways that are not of God. I would say, they gave him the counsel of the ungodly. And Solomon started following wrong counsel, And he started going away from the counsel of the word of God. And God was, if he was a man, I would say he was heartbroken. and he he spoke through his prophet said because he has done this I'm going to take the kingdom and and I will rip it into two I will take it from him I will not do it during his time. And God said, I'm going to do it during the days of his son. And he says, I will leave only one kingdom. Only one king one tribe, rather. One tribe. Oh, That is the tribe of Judah. In Jerusalem. Why? Because of my servant David. Brother why? Because David followed the counsel of God. If you follow the counsel of God. You are securing prosperity. For you. And, and your children. And, and their children. And all and your lineage. Can you imagine that? Some of you, brother, sister. You need to start breaking cycles. Cycles that have been in your family. Sometimes you carry something from your father. And from his father, that something was done in the past, and it gets carried over to you because of someone that did not follow the counsel of God. But let me tell you, you now have a big opportunity because you are hearing me this morning to break those cycles, breaking them completely. How? By Following the counsel of God, don't make the mistake that your fathers made. Don't make the mistake of your grandfathers. Be the reason why your generation will be happy. And Change cycles. Some of us need to make decisions. Some of us need to make decisions that, that are very. A decision that none of your family members has ever made. You need to make such decisions to secure the future of your generations after. And the best decision you you will ever make, brother hear me, is following the counsel of God. If you follow the counsel of God, oh, you have secured all your generations. Your children will will live in increase. Your children will never suffer. Your grandchildren will, will be in prosperity. And here because of David, Solomon was blessed. When Solomon came on the scene, God told David, I'm not going to let you build my temple because you have too much blood on your hands. But I'll let your son do it. Solomon was, listen to me this morning. David was blessed. And the blessing that when God shows that you are blessed, Here is what proves it. It says the blessing of God makes rich and he adds no soul on it. it. Now that's the part that proves the blessing of God. Not the riches today and tomorrow that is soul. Blessings today, joy today, and joy tomorrow. When God looks at you, he doesn't look only at you. He looks at you and the generation after you. And that's why when he blessed David, his generation after him Solomon. Suleman, Let me say like this. Solomon or into Solomon fell in things. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get my point. He didn't work for them. He just fell into them. Because he was David's son. He found already made things. And God received him and allowed him to build a temple. And after he did this, then he went to serving other gods. He followed the wrong counsel. Yes and because of this Rachel. he took the kingdom from himself his son Mutabaniwe. never got the kingdom but God remembered David God still remembered David and he said because of David my son, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Judah, Judah will be in the hands of your son Solomon. yes so, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the son of Solomon, I think his name was Jeroboam. He said, Solomon, because of my son David, the kingdom of uh, rather the 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 the, the, uh, the tribe of Judah will remain in the hands of your son Jeroboam. Because of my city Jerusalem, because it was a city of God. And God said, I still remember what I promised to David and the city Jerusalem Jerusalem. is going to remain in the lineage of my servant David. But for you, Solomon, the kingdom is reaping upon. I'm going to give it to your servant. And he will he will reign the way he wants. Imagine someone coming in your blessings and walking in in it the way he wants. (laughs) That's what God does. To bring sorrow. When when sorrow comes. God wants to make sure you see it. And you feel the pain. When Solomon had that. He quickly quickly rushed. To kill his servant. I think his name is Rehoboam but if God has said he has said and you could not kill him the man ran to Egypt and later on Solomon died and now after he has died I want us to read what happened next. We, we see what how cancer is very important. Don't enter into anything important without cancer. Go open in your Bible in first Kings chapter twelve. Praise the name of the Lord. I might have uh, mixed up the names there, but, but Je- Rehoboam is the son of Solomon. I knew I'd mix it up. Now listen, verse 1, he says, And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel were, uh, were come to Shechem, to make him king. Now his father Solomon is dead. So he, he now is going to be made king. Praise the name of the Lord. And it came to pass when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who was yet in Egypt, heard it, of it, he was fled from the presence of the king Solomon, and Jeroboam dwelt in Egypt that they went and called him, and Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came, and spake unto Rehoboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous, now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father, and his heavy yoke which he put upon us. Lighter, and we will serve thee. Nebatuma, Awelepo wa chona e Israili ne bajja ne bogera nere kobwa mti chitawo ya fula echi koligo fe okuba echi zito kalenno wewula kwe okuereza okuzibu okwa chitawo nechi koligo chi echi zito chi yatuteka kona fe tulikuwereza and he said unto them depart yet for 3 days then come again to me and the people departed and the king Roboam consulted with the old man that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived, and said, How do ye advise that I may answer these people? <speaking in Hebrew> and they spake unto him saying if thou wilt be a servant unto these people this day and will serve them and answer them and speak good words to them then they will be thy servants forever forever but he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and and consulted with the younger men that were grown up with him and which stood before him. And he said unto them. What counsel give ye that we may answer these people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So now I want you to see, as we are reading on down to verse 15 hear me now I want you to see this part here is this king Rehoboam being you know uh, placed as a king And he had come at a moment when he needed to bring all Israel under him. All the 12 tribes under him. And he desired counsel. Whenever something great Something important in your life has come. You need counsel. Are you hearing me? You need what? Counsel. And this man here, he he went to the old man and he said, Give me counsel. Advise me what I should do. Because these men are saying, that I should, uh, for me to be, you know, to rule over them, I should make their yoke lighter. And I want you to advise me what I should do. And so what they did, the older man, gave him counsel. These ones, I can call them the fathers. They gave fathers. they gave him counsel they said now do for these younger men what they have said listen to them make their yoke lighter, and you will serve them forever now Jeroboam uh, uh, rather Rehoboam decided to go to other people the younger man are you hearing me and when he reached with the younger man he said guys tell me what do you think these days they have a way they speak Yo, yo, what's up? Tell me, my man. What, what can I tell these people? They are disturbing me. What, what do you think? In fact, when he went to them, he said, he said what should we do for them? To we. we. You know, he, you know when he, he had to be appealing to the younger generation. To what should we do for them? And they said, you tell them, Bagambi, that my father made our yoke heavy, but okay. Tell them that your little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. That, that is verses ten down there. <laughs> What you will overcome? Nasu wangi, a singo munene, changi. You see, my little finger shall be thicker, shall be. Nasu wangi, anaba navamunene, o sing ech changi. Do you understand what he's what saying? My little finger, nasu <laughs> wangi. Akagalo kanga kanaswi. Kajakuba kanenok singe chwatochangi. And now whereas my father did lead you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. Eran kubanga chitange yababinika, echikoli gechizito. Nzendion gera kuchikoli kuchamwe. My father has sustained you with whips but Chiboko. I will chastise you with scorpions. So, so Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day. And as the king had appointed saying come to me again the third day and the king answered the people roughly and forsook the old man's counsel that, that the really gave them. And speak to them after the counsel of the younger man, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, and I will add your yoke. My father also chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with with scorpions. Wherefore the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was from the Lord, that he might perform. He's saying which the Lord spake by Ahijah the Shulon knight unto Jeroboam the son of Nebat. Now, church, I wanted to hear this. Many people have said that we don't stand a chance. Because We don't stand a chance because everything God has predetermined it. I don't have to do anything or what I do will not matter God has already predetermined I everything I want you to take this case here and, and even after the service go and examine it I'd like you to go and read 1 Kings chapter 11 and chapter 12 if you can write it somewhere go, write, go read it carefully when God speaks to prophet Ahijah. He, he came to Jeroboam. And he told him. Because of what Solomon did. I'm going to reap his kingdom. But I will leave. Uh, I will leave. Uh, uh, Rehoboam with Judah. And I'll give you Jeroboam the son of, of Nebat I will give you the other tribes all of them and you will rule them the way you please so Jeroboam knew that and uh, later on when Solomon found out he wanted to kill Jeroboam and Jeroboam ran to Egypt now chapter 12 when Jeroboam had the robo, robo was going to be made a king. And that Solomon was dead. He quickly came back and he he gathered the people and they came to the king this is somebody who knew what the prophet had said he knew the counsel of God God. and he came to the king and he said tell us the king his burden was heavy are you going to make it lighter or not and now someone may say we know what is going to happen. What is going to happen is that the kingdom is going to be ripped into truth. That could have been true. But when prophecy is given, prophecy can be reverted. Can I give you an example? When God spoke to Jonah. He told him, Go to Nineveh and tell them, I'm going to destroy all of them because of their sin. Did he destroy them? Was the prophecy fulfilled? Because they repented. Now, here. This prophecy was a prophecy, yes. But there is one man that would have stopped it from happening. And that was Rehoboam. King Rehoboam had only one thing to do. To hear right counsel. If only he had had the right counsel, he would have stopped his kingdom from ripping it in two. Yes, God has said it to, uh, to Solomon. But Rehoboam was the king now. And he also stood a chance. But when he went to, to hear counsel, he had the counsel of the older men. And he refused to believe it. And he went to the younger ones. Yeah, yeah, yo, 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 yo. And they accepted. They agreed that they should make it lighter. Listen, if you hear the words they used. You go and study it. I don't have time to go. Through. <laughs> it was actually rhyming. It sounded like a rap. Somewhere, <laughs> you go you go and look at it. Carefully. It was it sounding like a rap. It was so appealing to his ears. Say. <laughs> That, that, uh, 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 that, that tell them Bagambe, you, you, your little finger will be thicker than your father's loins. Tell them, I mean, the words were rhyming. And when he heard it, he was just excited by those words. He said, I don't take the counts of the older men. And he listened to the counts of the older one the younger ones. And he came. And, and started wrapping those words before the people. And that moment, Jeroboam knew, this is my moment. The people went and they made Jeroboam a king. And this man lost all the stripes. We here today, we may call that a story. But it's not just a story it can apply to us today we also have a decision to make in our life as how much of the kingdom we shall receive. But the counsel we receive will determine which kingdom how much of the kingdom we shall receive. God calls Rehoboam to hear wrong counsel. I am not going to hear wrong counsel. Do you know what message we have in Laodicea? Before I close I wanted to look at it. Revelation 3.14 And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans the write, these things saith the amen, the faithful, and the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou what cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor and blind and naked. Eredi malako wekanisa eyo wandi canti. Boatiwa yogero yamina om Juli Ru Mesgua Eroama Zima or wevel wok tani kakwakatonda nti manye bikoruabio ngato nyogoga soto guma. Wakini obengo nyogoga uba mu boetchi tukubango lina chibugumirize soto nnyogoga soto buguma ndi kubango yogeranti ndi mugagga ngagga wadde fasiri ko chenetaaga soto manyingo era sasira ero Muavo ero muzibe era liyobwerere We only have one service and I wanted to hear this before we go we Our generation, God has this to say. We think we are rich. We are increased with goods and have need of nothing. But this generation is miserable. Wretched. Poor. Blind. Naked. And they don't know. But what does God say? He, he says, God says, "I counsel thee." I counsel thee to buy of me. God tried in the fire that so thou mayest be rich. God, is giving, God is giving a counsel to our generation. Let me tell you, I don't want to hear other people's counsel. I, I want to hear the counsel of God. Do you know the counsel of God? Lord has come to restore. God. For he said. I counsel thee to buy gold, dry in the fire, that you may be rich. I counsel you to take white raiment, that you may be clothed. The shame of your nakedness will not appear. I counsel you to buy eyes, to anoint your eyes with eyes, that you may see. He says, I counsel you. I cancel you. Tell someone I cancel you. I cancel you. I am not going to go deeper, but I want to just show you something here before I close. I cancel you. God is canceling our generation. And his counsel is here is gold to fire. Here is eye self to anoint your eyes. What is the eye self? What is the garment? What, what is the gold tried in the fire? This is the message of the hour. If you read Malachi, three, Malachi 4 five, 5 What does it say? Behold People who know it, can you say it? Behold I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. What shall Elijah do? Turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. I see ourselves back again. In the days of Rehoboam and Jeroboam. Jeroboam. Uh, Rehoboam the king. Refused to hear the counsel of the fathers. And here again. God himself is giving us counsel. And he says I counsel thee to buy of me gold dried in the fire. What is that gold? God it is Zabot coming Jechi. with Malachi 4. The prophet of Malachi 4 has a message which is restoring us back to the fathers. The children is hearts back to their fathers. Chute, and he says, I counsel you to receive that message. To, receive that message. to accept that message. And your heart shall be restored. But what do the people do? they have rejected that message. The message of William Branham did not come to start another church. No! It came to restore, to restore the true teaching of the word. And in conclusion, I'll just read something for you here. It It says, last has blinded. They need God's word to show her nakedness. In Revelation 3, it says, I counsel thee to buy of me self. That your eyes may be opened. That you might see your nakedness. The self is God's word. The healing of the eyes that brings you from natural things of the world and transforms you by the power of God into the presence. His His presence. presence. No. Say what it says. It says the self is God's word. The healing of the eyes that brings you from natural things of the world and transforms you by the power of God into his presence. Into his presence. Then you see then you say I was once lost but now I'm found I was blind but now I see it would be different that's the counsel we have for this generation but what is happening people are still blind and they can't see that they are blind but some of you here are no longer blind you were blind but your eyes have been opened because you have received that eye self and your eyes of understanding have been opened you are no longer blinded but let me say you've been transformed you've been transformed I'm going to take it up from there next time if you can stand feet, I counsel thee The message of the hour is the power of transformation. That transforms you by the power of God. And that's the call of the church. God is giving us counsel. Can we sing the song, God prepare me to be a sanctuary? Hallelujah. Pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving or be a living sanctuary for somebody. Can someone sing? Get the microphone and help me sing it. Mr. Peace, can you go right then? Get a microphone and help me sing it. Lord, help me. Prepare me to be a sanctuary. I want to receive the cancer of God in my generation. And I want to still be blind. I want to, my eyes to be open. As we sing this song a few times, I want you to sing it with all your heart. All your heart. Just close your eyes if you can and let us sing it together. Amen. For me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy. We thanksgiving. I'll be believing. Sanctuary. For you. everybody, sing it now. Lord, prepare as a prayer be a sanctuary. You and holy, tried and true with us, give I'll be. é santo I pray alone. Lord, prepare me oh to be a sanctuary. You are holy. You are holy. Tried and true.